This is Litecoin Moses here with Dollar Cost Crypto. I got my co-host, Wasabi. What's up, man? Doing good. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good. I've got a last week's special guest, Zach, man. What's up, dude? What's going on? Community manager at Celsius Network. Really happy to talk to you guys again. Um, The market has been heating up since last time we talked, man. Holy snap, man. I think we went from like well, we were like 23 cents. Now we're at th- almost damn near 33 cents. <laughs> yeah, a good yeah. week. A good week in anyone's terms. Yeah, except. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the fundamentals, man. It's really catching on. And people, the, the uh, supply is not growing. You know, the kind of that macro- macroeconomics thing where when the price goes up of a commodity, more of that commodity is produced. And so it snaps the price back down and that's what kind of balances it but what's really interesting in digital assets is there's no increase of supply so the only thing that can increase increase is price and uh, we're seeing that on on our token now as well what 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 have you been what have you been thinking wasabi during this entire time um it's yes it's been uh it's definitely far exceeded my expectations and um, it really kind of puts into perspective, like just the power of, you know, the community members just holding onto their assets. Because the, the really nice thing with Cell is, since the majority of the holders they're they're in the position long term, there's just less speculative trading going on versus like even something like Bitcoin, where you have you basically have mm-hmm. the asset con- constantly changing hands all the time. So it's really nice basically being able to solely accumulate something that doesn't have, um, it's much, it's, it's much easier, I should say for traders to basically get bounced out. If you're basically trying to use sell as like a trading pair, it's, it's extremely difficult to do because of that. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. And some of like Alex uh, really pushes that we're a hodler community. And that's part of the reason why we didn't get a debit card. And it's kind of with that whole, uh, that company looks like they're embezzled or they've lied about almost $2 billion of assets that yeah. they don't have. Um, and so now they're probably going down the drain and there's a lot of companies that were tied to that. So yeah. it's a really hot is, mess. Was that Monaco coin or was that crypto.com or is that the same, the same thing? It was the the card provider to a number of those uh, companies. I, I have to look exactly who was doing business with them, but it was the, the debit card provider of a number of over a billion dollars lost or embezzled. Jesus God. Christ. Dude. Yeah. That's bad. man. <laughs> oh. That fool, that fool's in jail right now. He, the German picked him up and he's in jail wow. right now. <laughs> That's so crazy, dude. That's, Oh my God. I, uh, not, not to poke fun at the competitor a little bit, but I'm, I, I did find this funny when I found that news out. I checked the prices and like some of the competitors were down exactly six point sixty six percent. Somebody got a sick, some kind of trader. Somebody got a sick joke out of that, probably. But <laughs> uh, market works right, in weird yeah. ways. We just have to listen. We just have to listen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of the you know by keeping. Most things in house, and I mean, being on top of security is everything. If if you were to lose customer funds, it's like a death note, yeah. you know. 
I mean, it's game over. And and there is something there is something to say about not spending your crypto until like much later. You know, I mean, I understand. Do everybody? You do have to spend your crypto at some point. That's the, the reason you're accumulating it. But there's no reason to spend it now before. You know, there's you've got a good reason. Obviously, if you have a medical emergency, a house you're trying to buy, you know, something important, you know, life important. But spending it on coffee doesn't really seem that smart to me. I don't know about you. Right. But you, I mean, even I push back on that because the something I just it really hit me is that wealthy people don't sell their assets because one, assets generally appreciate, and two, we're an inflationary right. system. So, the system is designed to help assets appreciate. So what they do is they borrow against those assets and they, they don't sell the asset. They borrow cash against it, spend the cash while the asset is still appreciating. It lowers that debt, you know, in relative terms. And so now you have the cash to spend and your asset just increased in value versus all that cash and it all right. washes out. So it's like you being able to take a loan against your coins is so much more powerful than I think people yeah. realize. Yet. It's, it's, well, especially if you, I mean, I don't know, man, I, I grew up, you know, middle-class, lower middle-class and man, dude, like the, the banks of the devils, bro. <laughs> like nobody wants, you know, you like you're told all your life never to take a loan out or never like credit cards are evil. And, you know, I mean, the credit card stuff's right, but they, I will. Mean, but, like, <laughs> but, <laughs> they will bury you yeah. though. If you, if you use them improperly, they right. Will and it's you. sort of like, a black belt in financial literacy to use them properly. But, um, but there is, there is something to say that the, the way you're brought up sometimes is is a detriment to use as you grow up and you kind of have to uneducate yourself (laughs) of what you've been taught. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. I've had a deep dive into all kinds of stuff in these markets. Cause I mean, I I didn't learn it from like my parents just because, you know, they didn't know you obviously, you know, it's not their fault, but, but it, It is an interesting world. I mean, the, the the entire system is based on consumerism, and the entire the entire economy is based on like birth rate as well. So it's it's quite interesting that like uh, at least long term, I do see the United States doing much better than most developed countries. But the United States has barely got a growing demographic right now. <laughs> oh, it's like the, the debt. There's there's a figure that it's like for every dollar in debt that they put out they're only getting 30 cents worth of gdp mm. growth so that it's like you're you're taking more and more steps but going less and less distance and i think that like there's this big argument between inflation and deflation and people will use different terms and meaning some people say inflation as increasing prices some people say inflation is um uh an expansion of the money supply which that's what it is yes, technically but- and so, but people use that same word in different ways. So, you know, I, I, I'm in a position where I just want to exit that right. system completely. Because yeah, there's there's so many crazy, goofy things that we know about. And let alone the even crazier and goofier things that we don't know about. You know, I don't, I don't want to be a part of that game. So I'm going to go into this new world. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of something called like individual inflation rate? You ever heard of that before? No, so I haven't. It's, it's, it's a thing that... Mm-hmm. Um, it's been around for a while. Like they started talking about it in the eighties, but like really like it's it, barely anyone really talks about it, but it's, it's basically what it is, is that depending on who you are and what type of person are you are and what you're doing in your life, every person has a different inflation rate. 
right? But on average, the sure. infl- so the inflation rate that the, the government says is like the, like essentials. The, it's it's, it's yeah, horse bullshit. pucky. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's horse, yeah, horse pucky, yeah. <laughs> so depending on your lifestyle, right, the, the inflation for a person in their usually from age 18 to uh, I would say 35 is extremely high. Mm-hmm. It's extreme because that's when you actually mm-hmm. get yourself into debt mostly. Because um, that's around that time you get your first house, you get your first car, credit card, clothes, sure. you know, stuff. You're trying to get a girl, or you know. So this is our spend, spend, spend part of it. So the infl- the actual the inflation rate, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of young people get into debt ext- as well is because of course their their income's not that high, but of course their income is worth less and less each year, right? unless unless they're literally like right. like I honestly think the inflation rate for this group is like eight percent, ten percent a year. Yes, and the the same thing is geographical too. The inflation rate in cities is massively higher than the inflation rate mm. in rural areas. So, like to say this broad, you know, it, if you're going to take inflation as a context of increasing prices, it's that's a very inaccurate term because you can't measure increasing prices and just average it out. Because if the guy in New York is paying thirty percent more, and the guy in uh, middle of Arkansas is paying two percent. What's inflation? Right. You know. No, that's and that's right. And I, I actually, I just, I did a stream, I think on, um, I think last Friday, where I had a buddy of mine, Good Texture. He was, uh, he's from Mississippi, and he, he was, uh, he was kind of saying when you know the Trump checks came out, right? Oh my God, his area because mm-hmm. it's a rural place. Um, he moved out from the city over to uh, Mississippi. And man, they were bawling out of control with uh-huh. that twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because yeah. the inflation is really low there. It's, it's a rural place, but man, that twelve hundred dollars went really far over there. Holy snap. That was a lot of money. Right. But to people in California and big cities, it was not it was Jesus, man. That's nothing, man. Right. Right. That's a one <laughs> Yeah. That's one maybe paycheck. maybe I mean like you most know? people's mortgage I mean I mean, I pay I pay more than twenty three hundred dollars in rent for sure, bro. It's it's way more than that. You know, California's expensive as hell, man. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh yeah, and and so uh, especially even uh, so, where I'm at in in California, since there's no rent control, uh, it's been probably going up on average ten percent a year for um for any kind mm-hmm. of rental so to put it in perspective what yeah uh, a couple of years ago i think i i moved out here probably about five or six years ago and since then if you let's say live in like a one bedroom place you're looking at paying probably about 1600 a month now uh versus just a couple couple of years ago it was around 1200 so yeah uh, it's going up quite a bit Easy. I, that's about the same yeah I, like it, well obviously we had the dip down 2009 10 you know obviously that's probably the low of the rent right but from there yeah. it's, been, it's been going up straight up for a decade non-stop not yeah Ugh, and uh gosh. luckily yeah but uh luckily for me i mean luckily for any person here you know hopefully you try to make more money every year as much as you can you know um I recommend that, obviously. <laughs> Try to make more every year. Oh, pro- Thanks for that pro yeah, tip. I posted I on my Twitter that. some. Uh, this is, uh, oh my God, is this, this woman deserves the economic, <laughs> deserves the Nobel Peace Prize for economics. She's like, she's like homeless people. Why don't you guys just buy a house? <laughs> Solved. World hunger. Why don't you just go to the right. grocery store and get something to eat? I don't oh, see what's so difficult. It's sort of like the what was it the the 
the wife of the of the French king and stuff, where she's like, "Well, just give them cake. You give the you know the people, let them eat cake. Right, yeah. let them like, eat oh cake. Yeah, gosh. it's just yeah. full disconnection, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. But uh, these sell prices, man. Holy snap, man. These sell prices are making me not want to sell. <laughs> <laughs> you just hold on. Okay, we're in the we're in the. I don't know what inning of the bear market. We're not, yeah, we're, mean, we're. We haven't even. <laughs> I mean, Bitcoin's yeah. below ten thousand. I think we have blow? one more dip down in Bitcoin, and I think it's just smooth sailing to twenty k. But I do think we got one more. I could, I but look how hard it's been. We've had a couple good drops this past week, and like nine thousand is yeah. very strong. I think that there's the the. Um, reduction in mm-hmm. inflation of Bitcoin is we're feeling it now. It's like, oh, there's not as many Bitcoin to sell every day. There's not as there much. Is. I mean, it, like, and there's a lot of positive news too with like apps like Cash App. I think Cash App right now is buying like a hundred and thirty percent of the daily mining supply. <laughs> Tons. Cash App is buying it left and right. Grayscale is buying it left and right. Yeah. Now Ven or uh, now PayPal is yeah. going to get in the shout game. Out, shout out to Grayscale for Please. buying that. Like they doubled the amount of Litecoin they got in their portfolio. Shout out to them, man. <laughs> and the, their ETH mm-hmm. dropped, right? They yeah, they lost some ETH. ETH. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, I know their fees are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if some people are just taking some of that out and just kind of redistributing it a little bit. But who knows? But you know, straight up, yeah, yeah. Straight I mean, up. Uh, me and Wasabi have been talking about that for a while. Like we've been saying, like I think Celsius is going to overtake Grayscale as the largest fund mm-hmm. in the ecosystem. Yeah. How long is it going to take? Do you want your crypto to have a negative carry or a positive carry? Yeah, I, 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 I think it at least for Grayscale, the <clears throat> I would say really the two biggest, uh, the two biggest things that are at least keeping their position right now. Uh, and so the the first one, this is this is actually temporary, and this will probably only exist uh, during this market cycle. So I believe the way it works, um, and uh, anybody can fact check me on this because just in case I I'm um, I'm not completely accurate. I believe the way it works is like if you're an accredited investor you can buy uh, directly through Grayscale. <clears throat> and then if you wait, let's, let's say like one year, you can then transfer those funds onto, let's say like uh, some kind of brokerage. And then usually th- since mm. retail doesn't mm. have direct access to Grayscale, they're paying um, at a minimum, let's say like a 20 to 30% premium to buy, let's say Bitcoin. Gosh. And then if you're looking at the altcoins, such as, uh, Ether Classic or Ethereum, it's it's something absurd anywhere from like a two to a ten x, but it's purely just from choking off the the supply from the mar- market. Gosh. So it's it's really kind of a like an unfortunate uh, disadvantage that retail has, and mm. it's really only something that's going to be sustainable during this market cycle because eventually brokerages are going to have a liquid market for cryptocurrencies and that premium is is over time going to trend towards zero so um and then once that happens you're having to continuously pay fees to um, have grayscale as a custodian so the incentives i would say really their incentive model is is purely temporary and um it's not in my opinion something that's going to be sustainable like on a macro scale like if you're looking 10 or 20 years out so so yeah oh, no. so what is the main benefit like the 401k money 
Yeah, it's really uh, just for, okay. yeah, either for, um, <clears throat> it can be really uh, like 401k money, or if you have, I, I would say really any type of account, whether it's a, it's a traditional IRA or just a, uh, like a brokerage account, um, you, you get the benefits right now of the premium if you're an accredited in investor. <clears throat> um, so but if it, yeah, and, but really that's, that's only kind of a, a temporary thing. And I don't expect that to last uh, even through this entire bull market cycle. Right. Grayscale is like showing all the natural characteristics of a monopoly. Mm. I mean, poor service, high fees, and a, and a high charge every right. year, yeah. annual fee. And you'll see that as – and I'm sure they can do that because they're one of the only ones that are available right. on the stock market. Right to actually buy Bitcoin, so I'm sure as other entrants mm-hmm. come in that they won't be able to compete. There's yeah. no way people are going to pay that. You know, they're all, they're only paying it because that's the only way to get right. exposure. Right, and, and I way. and I think they're actually, uh, I think they're actually just blatantly taking advantage of retail because uh, their asset Ethy. Sure. So <clears throat> right now, I believe it's actually trading around uh, somewhere like around two hundred dollars on. Uh, on brokerages, but each ETHI is only you only it's only worth about 0.1 of an Ethereum. So uh, I think there's actually people that mm. don't actually realize they're paying two thousand dollars for 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 an ether. Yeah, <laughs> for, for an yeah, that's that's the the premium Christ. right now is like 10x on ETHI, and Whoa. I and they're so they they are basically dumping that on retail's heads, probably on and they're unknowingly paying like a 10x premium to buy Ethereum. Just... Oh my God. It sounds like Wall that Street is doing Wall Street atrocious... things. I mean, I've heard of a lot of stuff in crypto, dude. That is the most outrageous shit. I've... I'm sorry. <laughs> Holy smoke, dude. What the hell? I, I, I could understand, like, of course, like 30, 40%, you know, because of high throughput, you know, people are trying to get in or some shit, but... <laughs> 30, 40%. It was already ridiculous already, right? But like... 10 times the price for one jeez dude oh my i can you imagine some like if if ethereum ever got to 10k and someone is paying 10k the price that's how you lose 98 percent of your money holy crap man oh wow that that was a lot to take in yeah that sounds like next thing you know the pensions are going to be buying mm-hmm. the stuff and they're the wall street will just have a Field oh day. I mean, they already yeah. they already destroy the pensions mm-hmm. and load all the garbage to them, and they're gonna say, "Oh yeah, oh you can you can carry Bitcoin." Oh, probably the pensions won't be able to because right. they won't be able to get those rules changes. But if they did, I'm sure they'd just offload all the donkey. Right. What if this is what they're, what how they're gonna blame crypto on? Like they're they're gonna they're gonna say crypto is the one that dumped down all this and this how all your money disappeared. But it was the fees. They oh, eat, they ate all the money through the. F- oh my gosh, dude! What if that's your plan? Holy <laughs> crap, <laughs> that's dude! I plan, uh, dude. This is why I talked to Wasabi, man. He he knows this. this sh- <laughs> it's so crazy, yeah, dude. I can't. Even- the most swindler of swindlers wouldn't come up with this. This is insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get let's take a market that nobody knows about and sell them not one ETH but point one ETH, but sell it at the one ETH price. And then 
we'll charge them for us holding it. And then we'll lend it out and then make money on it. This is the most gigantic circle jerk I've ever heard of. This might be the biggest ripoff of all time. Wow. No, no, the Fed still has you. The I mean, Fed still well, has you. Over time, I think over time you're right, yeah, obviously. But like I mean, imagine the the Fed can create money and say, "Here, go do this and I'll pay you right. this thing." Company money. The co- company dollar. I mean, I mean yeah. The co- yeah, exactly. It, or the biggest pimp. I say the the Fed, the federal government is the biggest pimp on this planet because when you get your paycheck, they already got their money mm. first. That's the that's the biggest player oh. on the whole planet. When you, they get paid yeah. before you get paid, okay? Of everybody. And then, then they text you to make sure that you can't spend your money, so they can spend their right. Money. And they'll yeah, they'll arrest you. The wrong numbers. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, this is so ridiculous, man! Holy smoke, man! How did we? How did we get here? How did I don't we know, man, but that, I, I'm gonna keep my eye on that, man. That might I I'm gonna be really vocal about that if they start putting article let's just say one you know maybe in two three years or something when we get a big because crypto you know every it's like every market goes down right yeah on the on the when it goes down they start blaming crypto for why a bunch of people lost a bunch of money in pensions i'm gonna start i'm gonna get so furious man that's mm-hmm. gonna no, like no 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 <laughs> you you could be down 50 percent, but you yeah, didn't yeah. lose all the rest of that that went into the fees into your brokerages what the hell are you guys talking about oh my god yeah yeah there's a great uh, I have to pull this calculator I have that it tells you the the cost of fees on your portfolio over time, and it's really really yeah. <clears throat> dangerous. Uh, let me pull this up. On fee calculator, okay. So there's this mm-hmm. app called Easy Calculators, and it's like been the cornerstone of my financial education because it's got every type of financial calculator you could ever dream of, and it oh, allows cool. you to. I'll, I'll check it out, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Easy calculator. Yeah, it's a little blue thing. Okay, so so let's say you're you're your average guy, right? And you're okay. told, hey, you need to save money for retirement. And every month you're being responsible and you're putting $500 away, okay? And we won't counter in- inflation in this, but we'll say, okay, this man is diligent and he saved for 35 years. He got, he got an annual return of 7%. Okay, great. What a great guy. <laughs> he's got he's he's got an annual operating fee of one percent. Right. right, it seems reasonable. It's only one percent. I think the high the, the the average is even higher. So over this man's lifetime, okay, he will have accrued. Let's see. Oh man, I can't do the quick maths here. But his. Reduction of value in portfolio would be 29.6% after all of the fees that he's paid. If he wouldn't have had that 1% fee, he would have 30% more money. That 1% yeah, just that, chips out of it. Because that 1% day. isn't compounding ba-boom, your ba-boom, account anymore. Ba-boom. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Over time. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Right, right, right. So it really is just, I mean, it's a thief. That's why I appreciate Celsius every day. so much. I mean, it's, I just like how honest it is. I mean, 
Like, I don't mind someone making money as long as they're just, you know, like, oh, it's, it's honesty. That's all it is. Just like, don't, 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 you know, don't bull, you know, don't bull me. You know, I want to know what's going on, you know, like, and what I like about them is like, after profit, they take 20%, you get 80, but that's profit of, off, off the asset. Not, it's, it isn't like they're taking like 20% off of like net income. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's off of profit. Not sure. Not, yeah. 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 You know, Cause that's how, that's what, have you ever heard of something called Hollywood accounting? Oh, it's terrible, man. It's it's so oh, horrible yeah, yeah, what they yeah. do to people, especially like recording artists. I think we were talking <laughs> about this last time about like being creating some platform for the artists and stuff, right? Oh yeah. my god, dude, artists get wrecked so bad, dude. It's almost as bad as like this this ten this ten X piece. Why do they sign those it's deals? Almost I don't they're coerced into it. And two, it's like that? if you don't sign this deal, we'll give it to somebody else. We'll give it to the next dude or next guy. You want to be famous, like. And it's it's like you you get peer pressure and they they flash diamonds in front of you like we're gonna don't, you won't have to work as hard we're gonna help you create your image you you have a team behind you but they're just raking cash behind you man and it's it's terrible and then you're just like a you're a work donkey man and it's disgusting it's terrible okay go ahead okay I got the numbers right I got the numbers right okay so monthly five hundred dollar deposit for thirty five long hard working years this man saved up. 210,000 that's how much he put in right the total balance without a fee would be $860,000 in total fees this man is paying $183,000 in fees over 35 years goodness Oof. gracious $183,000 down the toilet in fees just by 1% per year that's all it took that's, that's reverse compounding for you <laughs> Reverse compounding. <laughs> it's reverse compounding. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Remember, compounding is the most powerful the siphon of your wealth in the universe. And yeah, yeah but it works time, backwards. Yeah. I mean, it's a positive or a negative feedback loop. You just got to choose what you want to do. You know, that's why you like. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to improve? Do you want to earn compound interest, or do you want to exactly. pay compound interest? I mean, that's why there's, there's that old. I forgot what it's called. It's like an old Japanese saying where you want to improve even a tiny bit every day. And it adds up. It adds up to something. It's basically mm-hmm. compounding, essentially. Like you improve yourself, or you improve. Like obviously, you can't get stronger every day, but like you add a little bit here, a little there. You try to learn something, and over ten years, you you, you seem like a genius. But it's just that you've just been putting in a little bit of work every day on yourself, and it's it's right. substantial. Like you know, could you imagine like uh, if you try to learn everything you know right now in one year? Like how would you be? Able, how would how would that be possible? Yeah. Yeah, or even compounding your knowledge, like become study today and learn as much as you can today so that you can compound that knowledge for the rest of your life. You know, if you learn something today instead of 10 years from now, you can leverage that knowledge for the next 10 years and compound it for the next 10 years. And not even just that, it's we're humans and we're patent recognition, like rec- recognition machines. Like if you learn something today, you'll be, you'll be able to catch a subtlety in something someone says or you hear something that you never could understand because because now that you learn this now you might be able to catch something and it could benefit you Mm -hmm. so much it just opens more and more doors because you understand more and it's i I know it's like really weird way we're talking about it because it's like we're we're talking about something that we don't even know about right now (laughs) it's it's like we're talking about some metaphysical thing but it's true i mean it's like if you know, like imagine this: like if I didn't learn how to use MetaMask, or I didn't learn how to use Ethereum, 
I would have never, sure. yeah. I would have never been able yeah. to use Uniswap. It means I would have never been able to get into Celsius or thing like that. You know, yeah, it's it's a, it's that sort. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, it's so crazy because like, like a lot of people get stuck in these bubbles. Like they're they're they become maximalists, which I just never mm-hmm. recommend. That's a terrible thing to. I mean, just no. It's like before, like you weren't born a maximal. You weren't born a, like a you know a maximalist. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just you have, you have to keep learning and learning and learning and like. Um, Obviously, there's some tried and true things, you know, Bitcoin's good, Litecoin, some Ethereum, you know that, but like, you, you got to expand, you got to learn, you can't just like, just because you know those three coins, doesn't mean you have to stop, you got to keep learning, like, right, because the market changes on you, you know, obviously, let's just say something bad happens, obviously, you'd be able to t- take notice and be like, oh, some the, the market, the a fundamental reality in the market has changed forever. But that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. You know? But it, but you'd have the intelligence to to take a look and say, oh wow, it's, this has changed everything completely. I like I've got family that they they won't move any money out of their four one k because they said, oh well, it's worked for me so well this far. I'm not gonna take any chance right. on something new, right? And like that mentality was developed over the last seventy years of stock market performance that said, oh as long as you hold, you're gonna right. be up, right? As long as you hold, you're gonna be up. And like that was the same thing in Japan until the Nikkei exploded, and they're still down from the past thirty Oof. years. You know that market that market never recovered, right. and we don't know. You know, there people say that this market is should be cut down by fifty percent and stay there. You know, and then reaccumulate down fifty percent. But what happens? What happens if it goes down? Doesn't come back up? Are you gonna all the money you save your entire life? You're gonna bet on right. that? Something that you have no control over? Mm. That's where you're going to put your life savings? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, <clears throat> gives me chills. That's, the, that's kind of the scary part with um, with equities right now. So, Because, uh, I mean, right now, it's there's kind of this... There really is this illusion that things are going to go up forever. And, you know, perhaps that's mm-hmm. true for the next, you know, eight to ten years. But... You know, over the long run, that's the market will always the market does not like narratives like it always likes to go against the narrative um, once there's enough people that actually believe it. So given given like the just kind of like the historical cycle of like equities, I, I do think it's entirely possible like when there is finally like the next really big correction, it, it could be like a 10 to 15 year period where the prices of the assets just are, it's just kind of like a miserable, a miserably long bear market. And that's right. kind of the scary part is like, yeah. even today, like the, the asset prices of like of equities, it, it would not, I wouldn't be surprised if um, I, so I guess maybe even just to, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I do think um, like, if you look at the, the monthly chart for like the Dow Jones index, I think basically we're like in the, in the very last wave up that could play out over the next like eight to 10 years. Maybe, maybe it's sooner. I have no idea, but uh, it does look like it's entirely possible that it does set up for like the, 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 like the next big correction. Um, and it's just, uh, that it's some, that's something you really have to like, be considerate of and not just assume that you know things are going to be great forever because that's just that's you know you put yourself in a position where you can lose like 80 to 90 percent of your wealth right your entire life I mean, savings mm-hmm. 
Ugh. Yeah. And that's why I've always liked real estate myself. Mm-hmm. But it's just something tangible. But but a little lot of there's even even in real estate, most people don't own the real estate outright. They're they're super levered up, you know, they're taking like no money down loans on, on properties and stuff and right. and if that uh income don't come in I, I know a lot of people that aren't even getting rent right now mm-hmm. from their from their um, tenants and stuff, and that's sad, you know. But uh, and real estate's been feel, has always had a tailwind of um, not only inflation but lowering interest rates over time. Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely a high correlation between the interest rate and the price. If the interest rate was six or seven percent, people couldn't pay a million dollars for a house. But if the interest rate is one percent, I could pay three million dollars for a house. My you know my payment's gonna be nothing. So that huge, that decline of interest rates over the past 40 years has been a tailwind on real estate prices. And right. I think that's going to bite everyone in the butt too. Do, do, you know, do you know what the average price of a house would be in California if you had to pay cash for all the houses? Oh, you, no one could do it. It, it. They would drop by 75% tomorrow. Yeah, the, yeah like, how, <laughs> how, how, like I would say like $700,000 houses would be the average house in California because it's like, you know, they're roughly like, you know, half a million, right? This California mm-hmm. price is half a million. I'm just as an average yeah, sure. of the state. Uh, the average house would be anywhere from fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Period. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. what they would be because that's what all people would be able to afford, essentially, right? But I it, that that's made me speculate. I mean, like, I, but maybe I'm getting into speculation mode here. But like, what watch if the interest rate is going up and the prices do crash down. It might be one of the best opportunities to accumulate real estate. This is later on the site. Later on in the cycle, not now. Obviously, I don't think they'll ever bring up the interest rate. I don't think they yeah. ever can. It's if it's they did. Permanent. If if they did, you know, just saying. Yeah, yeah. It would. It would. Yeah. Well, basically, they can't because it would crash. Because, like, if I remember right, somewhere it was like thirty, forty percent of the economy is based on real estate. It would, I mean, there's so much money that's created through real estate without, without, without banks making loans for houses. All that money creation would disappear and. Like you have to have that in order to keep the economy going because it is such a large part. And if they raise interest rates, I mean, the just the debt, the interest on the debt would be astronomical. If right. we had five percent interest rates on our debt, you could do the math. It's what one point two, one point five trillion in interest payments on the debt alone. Wow, it'd be that's that's half the budget. Right. Can you imagine, like, I, th- I think this is, this is not going to happen on this cycle, but I think it, um, the, the middle to end cycle of the next cycle, so I'm talking about maybe late, you know, the, you know, 2027, 2029, around that time, mm-hmm. we might start seeing ETF coins of real estate, which would be kind of cool to actually have because then, you know, we could earn, <laughs> we could earn interest on, <laughs> on ourselves for real estate. <laughs> Oh, it's coming. It's yeah, right now. They're setting up the whole the whole DeFi CFI thing. You know, obviously El- yeah. Celsius is the leader in CFI. Um, DeFi, I think it's being used a little bit too much as a as a buzzword. It's sort of like it's sort of become now like um, well, we're just seeing the beginning. We're all kind of in the crypto industry right now, but it's starting to become a buzzword. Sort of like oh, it's AI. It's AI. It's artificial yeah. intelligence. You know what I mean? It's, Everything's it's, AI. Yeah, yeah, it's it's VR, bro. VR, 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 VR. This has become a buzzword, and it's gonna it's gonna do. I think it's gonna do well. You know, like even even Celsius is gonna accrue a lot of stuff because of it. But I mean, it's just gonna you're gonna come in and stay for for how the service is. You know, but I think of these a lot of these other platforms. There, there's gonna be a 
they're going to trip on something one of these days. I think. Yeah, that's that's always the tough part with um so even even just back to like the like it being a buzzword which is it's kind of true because like if you actually consider a lot of the the projects on Ethereum and and I'm not I'm not trying to say this to like downplay like the projects on Ethereum because there there there's a lot that are uh showing a lot of potential uh but I think a lot of people don't realize like those smart contracts on Ethereum, a lot of them aren't really decentral, quote unquote, like decentralized in a sense. Like there is, there, right. there is essentially. So even if you call like let's say Celsius CFI and then Ethereum DeFi, kind of the reality is like even on those Ethereum smart contracts, there's a small group of people that essentially control um, the keys to those contracts. Exactly. So it's it's not truly. Um, it's really not like DeFi in my opinions, like it's kind of the wrong word to like peg it with, but it sounds really good. Cause it, it's kind of, it sounds interesting. Uh, but there, there was a, right. there was a comment somebody else made that I thought seemed more applicable. They just, they, they kind of thought of it as more like open finance. Like you have more hmm. options as the user, but it's not like, it's not actually uh, other than like, it's not decentralized. Your base asset Ethereum you can consider that decentralized, but you're essentially having access to sure. all these other, um, all these other platforms that have some kind of um, that are in some ways uh, centralized. Right. Um, which I, I don't necessarily think right. that's that's an issue. It's just kind of the, um, it's just kind of understanding like how it actually works fundamentally. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, these uh, quote-unquote DeFi. A real DeFi thing would be, okay, we put it up and now it's functioning and no one can take it down. No one right. can shut it off. No one can interrupt it. No one can do anything. Kind of, I think like right. Uniswap is like that DeFi. Is DeFi. But, but uh, everything else or a lot of other things are like three quarters DeFi. But if we had to, we could go in there and right. backdoor it. <laughs> and that's yeah. that's central that's yeah. DeFi. that's my you might right. be Celsius. so that i mean i did like the, the way because i think it's a little early too early to to fully let the let the the reins go right now so i kind so i kind of do sure. like what sure. what celsius is doing where you have a boot in each pool centralized and decentralized and you know you're also in the you know the crypto and you know the regular equities world sort of you know what i mean and the board the banking right. side i mean well hopefully equity is coming soon <laughs> equity but it would be so awesome i can't i would hope that in the long term that's something that gets me too added. I, um but i think that's uh, the we found that any interaction with the fiat world is a oh no pain. i know like it, even bringing ach has been a total hassle for our solutions architect because it's like once you start touching that world there's all these requirements and limitations and rules and all everything you have to follow that just doesn't exist in crypto. Like I, I, I can, someone can send me ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin. I can send it somewhere else in ten minutes. But man, you try to send ten thousand dollars in the banking system, it's like, okay, I gotta wait three days, and I gotta get it cleared, and then I gotta send it over here, and then they gotta wait three days, and then I'm gonna get a suspicious right. activity report, and then they're gonna call me, and like, yeah, it's it's we're we're moving. Do you know what's really now. funny? We talked about this in the last podcast. Wouldn't it be cool if we had almost feelless? Or like very low fee on uh, on stable coins. We literally got it the next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. That was so cool. Hey, Nothing but oh. net, man. 
I got to start saying like crazy stuff. I now. just saw <laughs> from Wasim. I just tested out. Um, so ACH is coming out next week on version 4.4. And I just tested out the ACH transaction. I did the first ACH transaction, um, and it is beautiful. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. The the fee is fee is starting at 0.75, and that's not from Celsius, of course. That's from our provider, Gleam. Mm-hmm. But uh, or not Gleam, uh, Gem. Okay. Uh, but but uh, the experience is flawless. You have to do your little KYC with them just the first time. And then it's a straight up bank transfer, boom, about $25 worth of Bitcoin. There was like a 65 cent fee and you lock in that Bitcoin price and then it gets delivered in like one to two days. So it can clear through the bank. Okay. So there is a little bit of wait time, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you lock it in at that price and then you get it, you get custody of it a day or two later. Okay. But uh, the new app is so much smoother the, the flow is easier. The pages look a lot better. And uh, I think everyone's really going to like it when it comes out. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, that's more, more more options, you know. Plus, you lowered your fees on, on buying crypto and stuff. That's awesome. I mean, 0.75, that's uh, – right now, I was uh, buying DCA through Cash App, and I'm getting hit with like 2.1%, 2.2%. Yeah. Yeah. And – I mean that's not terrible, but it's a lot more than I'd like to pay. Yeah, I just I, I just to just to kind of um compare that to coin so right now I just I just went on the Coinbase app on my phone and I just pu- I just punched in uh like a purchase order for uh for like Ethereum or Litecoin and it it came out to roughly it's around a two percent fee. And the funny part is like before you go through with the transaction, they actually blatantly lie to you like what the Coinbase fee is. Um, cause they, what they, what they end up doing is they, they buy above market. Yeah. Too. They buy above market to try and like lie about the, the actual Coinbase fee. But then when you look at the, sure. the actual spot prices, you're actually really paying like a 2% fee on the asset. <sighs> hey, trying to get you one way or another. Bro, yeah. it's everywhere, man. I like Gosh, damn, man. Oh, it's it's bad. It's um it's I I actually recall this during the this was like back during the like when Bitcoin was crashing from like 20k to 6k, but even on Coinbase Pro, they used to uh I remember like before you would like sell your asset, they would they would put like a they'd put like a like a fee for that and then when you t- when you'd actually sell it, you'd get hit with basically a larger fee. So right. Jeez, dude it's fees on fees on fees man like flea like fleas man (laughs) (laughs) that's what like coinbase was so proud that they've made extracted two billion dollars from our community Mm -hmm. you know since their existence and it's like why don't you start putting money in people's pockets instead of taking money out of exactly man that's that's dude when you guys find when you know, I let's talk a little. You know what? Let's talk a little bit about the the funding, the the money you guys have been getting now. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, could you give them a little breakdown of what you guys have been doing in terms of the equity round? Sure. And the AMA um, on tomorrow is going to go deep inside of it and really explain um, exactly everything. But from everything that's come out already, um, we had a lead investor tether that. Um, we've been working with for quite a while now and they said hey we want to put money in you want to be a strategic partner Um, and so they gave us 10 million dollars and then they led the funding ground through bank to the future so that other people could 
um, invest as well and own a piece of the company. Oh. So I think as today, we have another $3 million for a total of $13 million from individuals. Yes. And then there's still hundreds of people trying to get in. So it's looking like that allocation will definitely get filled definitely. up. Um, I don't know if expand it and let more people buy. Um, I hope so. But there's also a lot of constraints with um, how many investors we can have total and how many U.S. investors and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But this funding is really going to allow us to scale and to grow right going into the bear or to the bull market and having this to market ourselves more aggressively having this money to build out our developer team and then having us to get this infrastructure management set up before we start getting the thousand, 2000, 5,000, 10,000 people a day um, is going to give us such a huge strategic right. advantage when it comes to the, the bull market. I think you guys got a good little test even before. I think when a uh, data dashes app went online, like you guys ended up getting like what was it like five thousand or two thousand a day or something for a couple of days there. I was like that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He boosted. I mean, it was great. We have a great partnership with Data Dash, and he fully supports us. We fully support him, and yeah, we saw a huge increase of uh, users the first couple of days that his back, uh, app came out. Yeah, and his app is great. His UI is amazing. I have to check it out. I want to check it out. Yeah, it's like. I, it, Oh, full you go disclosure. Open it up. It's extremely smooth line. I will start buying some of my coins on Celsius once you know that ACH gets on there, especially since the fees are much lower than because I'm I'm putting a nice hodl bag inside of Celsius, so it'd be nice to be able to just buy on app, so I don't have to just transfer over because it is kind of a pain to like you buy on one exchange and then have to you know send coins over daily or like weekly, however you buy, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a complete. To, to have to make an account on Coinbase just to buy, <laughs> to pay the fee, just to send it over, just to get it into the Celsius, just so you can now earn interest is like, a, I mean, it's a complete yeah, pain, right? I mean. So something I've really appreciated about Celsius is everything we do has been like a massive uphill battle. I cannot wait until we even get on level ground. And then when we're going downhill, we're just going to be able to accelerate. You, so got, you guys will be at two billion in a few months i think if it's if we ever if we do get a, an appreciation in the bitcoin price it's going to launch the at, like money under management to insane levels it's crazy yeah. dude you got we we got like 27 28000 bitcoin under management right now and just yeah. bitcoin alone i mean imagine what happens when that goes up in it's price insane. i think when me and wasabi were first looking at it you guys were what at like what was it like 20k 19k uh, I think I think it was around 20k. Yeah, it's gone up a lot. It's gone up a lot since we first took a look. A lot. <laughs> the first number they published was 50 million. When they hit 50 million yeah. in deposits, they put it on their website. Oh, we have 50 million in deposits. And that's the first time I saw. It. I said, "Wow, 50 million. That's amazing." Now we're 500 million. Yeah. You know how it's it kind of unreal growth, 10x growth in a year and a half. Like, I mean, you know. That's, that's a that's a rate I can stick with. Let's yeah. do, let's keep doing that. I mean, you guys and Alex have been machines just working hard. I mean, you guys seem like such good people, man. Like, trust me. Like, I, I listen. To, I, I, you know, I'm a. Well, I don't want to say this, but like altcoin purveyor. It's usually another name. Shitcoin purveyor. Mm -hmm. I uh, connoisseur. What do they call shitcoin connoisseur? 
Chicklin connoisseur. And, uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm always around the webs looking at different coins and everything. And man, sometimes like, eesh, some of these, some of these leads of some of these other coins are, <laughs> you know, but, uh, and it's what you don't know that really gets you. If you have a data leak or you have a breach, if you have, uh, you know, someone loses some coins, someone has, a, you know, a billion or two dollars that they said they have, but they really don't have it. You know, that can cause a lot of problems right. very yeah. quickly. <laughs> you guys dodged a bullet with that, uh, that debit card. And I think Alex is right, too. It's like a debit card so easy to do anyway. That's, that shouldn't be a top priority, to tell you the truth. Because it's the time is better spent doing something else, you know, for the community. And I think he, I think that was a right. Oh, I think that was a good decision, to tell you the truth. Just uh, loading up on some more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I can hear Zach now. Drink cool. my coffee. All right, my coffee consumption has gone up significantly in the past. Dude, I, I can't months. like. I have more fun on caffeine when I'm doing podcasts, and then without it, it's just. <laughs> Just get a blast of energy. <laughs> it, it's true, yeah. Like, yeah, I've been thinking about taking. Hey, go ahead. A weird thing I. A, a weird thing I experienced starting work for this company is I wake up at six a.m. now on the spot wow. every morning, and I was never that guy. But now it's like I wake up at six. I work throughout the day. Get stopped probably four or five o'clock, and then I'm tired at eight. I'm out. And then I wake up back at That's six o'clock. Soldier, there we Repeat go. Cycle. Living and breathing Celsius, man. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, and I, I mean, I was living and breathing it before, but now at least I get to get paid for it, which is great. Do you actually go in and do you go in in an office, or a, are you mostly just kind of doing it through your phone? No, it's all. I've got a oh, okay, computer cool. at home, and so it's yeah, yeah, it's all remote. They had an office in New York, but right. then COVID. And honestly, I don't know if they're going to even get it back now because it's, it might not even be worth it. We've been so effective mm-hmm. all being remote that um, it might not be worth spending that thousands of thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, that's, that I, I think that a lot of, uh, a lot of companies are going to come to that kind of conclusion to you over the next couple of months. Uh, I think, I think that's like the, 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 yeah. the direction, like a lot of, um, just operating a business in general, like the internet's so important now and COVID just made it like so much more important. It's kind of like a kick in the butt. Why? There's, a... <laughs> you know, uh, Richard Hart, yeah, the guy yeah. that made Hex. Oh, I know it very well. <laughs> he, uh, he had a great thing about, um, about uh, commuting. He said commuting is like the biggest waste of your life because you're spending money that you don't get reimbursed for. You're spending time that you're not getting paid for. And you're risking your life being on the road that you're not being compensated right. for. And it's like the worst deal is to commute to work because oh, there's all those negatives and no upside whatsoever. Right. It's true, dude. I mean, the only, I, I think literally uh, commuting was a, such a waste of time until maybe like podcasting or like maybe internet radio or something. Cause even radio was pretty like, we were just listening to music, but you weren't really learning. And like, I, I knew truckers right. from back in the day that like, if you look at some of the truck stops, the, the truck stops, the big truck stops, um, I forgot on like, uh, well, on any big international highway and stuff, um, they have audiobooks on cassette tape and in like CDs and stuff. Cause that's what truckers used to, they were the main consumers of audiobooks. 
Yeah, oh, well, like, no people kidding. think truckers are like some dumb. No, their truckers are so smart, dude. They're like a lot of, the, especially. Well, er, er, there's always like you know, obviously dummies in every every sector, every sector. Sure. But like, there's a lot of people trying. Every <laughs> sector, like, there's financial bros that are just you know, <laughs> only got in there for some family reasons, right? But like, frat bros and stuff. But there's people. There's smart, intelligent people in every single sector of America. And they're always trying to better themselves, you know, and like that, like, you'd be so surprised, like, I don't know, like, uh, you, you, a random mechanic could literally be one of the most intelligent people on the planet. It's just, he just winded up being a mechanic. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. The access to knowledge. I, I, I can't imagine having kids and sending them to public school or private school. I think it's like, how unnecessary is that? You're going to send your kids at the most important developmental stage of their lives right. to a government school. It's going to teach them what history that they want to teach and values that they want to teach. And, and it's not like they can't learn math or English or anything at home. I mean, the Internet right. has everything you could ever want to learn and every viewpoint you could ever have. Why would I send them to a classroom to sit down for eight hours a day? That's yeah. Like, I remember was. that. that was and most private schools aren't even that much better. I mean, you may really, I mean, the, the teachers can be a little bit better, obviously, but it's the main thing is that the classroom size is smaller. So it's, you're, you're talking about maybe 12 students per teacher and we're like in public schools, it's like 35, 40 per teacher, which is insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's daycare. Yeah. <laughs> it's daycare. That's all it is. It's daycare. So the parents can go to, uh, so the parents can work. So, so someone's got to take care of the kids and, the government will do we'll that. Mess around with the mistress. Film full of bad ideas. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Jesus. Yeah. Um, dude, like you know, the only thing I've been sad about about, about the about the uh, sell price going up is like I, you know me, I like I dollar cost average, and I've been I've been buying, you know, a couple hundred dollars a day, and I'm buying so much less than I was before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so much less. <laughs> So much less. I'm so sad, dude. Like I'm like, I look at- man. Like, I was getting two, three thousand sell a day. Now I'm only getting like a thousand and some change, and I'm just like kicking a can, looking sad. Like the other day, I went for a walk. And- <laughs> yeah, but listen, you're gonna be that guy. That you're gonna be that guy that's five years from now. Yeah, man, you are only getting a thousand sell a day, dude. I can only afford point eight eight sell right now. You're getting a thousand yeah. a day. I know I'm a chump. I'm a chump. I, like, I know I'm a chump change kind of guy. You know, you, yeah. tell- <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you sound like oh, a 2011 Bitcoin miner. Yeah, man. I was getting 15 Bitcoin a day for mining. It wasn't me, as much as my buddy, but, you know. Me and Wasabi have been, been talking it was about good we're, work. we're only selling interest. And maybe at the top, if we, because, like, good luck trying to guess the top, uh, we might sell, like, 10%. Right. That's it. I mean, like, why? What? It's it's like sure. so dangerous to sell your bag. I mean, really, because you most people had like oh, Wasabi. Tell that story about your brother. Yeah. So, uh, he's he's been in the the crypto space for a while, and I mean, he was, I mean, he was basically like one of the pioneers that was like part of like mining pools when that first started, uh, back in like 2010 or sometime sometime very very early. Uh, back in the crypto space but um so Mm -hmm. from like a valuation standpoint i mean he's done he's done really well like over the course of the years but um if he actually held on to like more of his coins during that time um 
he would have been up basically orders of magnitude much much higher because the market and and i think that's the thing like it uh, i think every cycle the market just kind of surprises everybody and goes to levels that people thought were previously they they thought was like unimaginable so and that that is why the the buy and hold strategy which uh my oldest brother he he preaches that he's he's um he's more like the traditional investments uh but that really is like kind of the like the winning strategy on the end like you play this uh you you don't play this for like even even like a like a six like a you you play this over over years and maybe even like decades like you start to kind of um try to build up like your your investments and always keep like here's a minimum i'm always going to keep no matter what it's like nobody realized what now now even like shit coins are worth more than bitcoin was in the very beginning because people are aware of the possibility of something right. happening mm-hmm. right of a coin going parabolic so now even the crappiest coin you, you can't get for um, <laughs> oh my god can i tell a story about yes. Verge, please? Yeah, please, holy please. crap oh my god i got caught in the verge no. pipe, dude i got caught all hard in the verge pipe like i made money but i i got caught hard i was on my phone were you guys there for yeah. that whole thing oh dude i was re on so it was like new year's right 2017 mm-hmm. And it was like race protocol coming out, race <laughs> protocol coming out. Dude, I was refreshing my phone every 15 seconds on the 15 seconds, okay, just waiting for it. And uh, I wrote it from like five cents all the way to 21 or 22, Ugh. and then I sold it. Good team. Damn, dude. Damn. But uh, I, I mean, it was that that was out of this world. Verge was insane. John McAfee coming in and saying, "Oh yeah, privacy coins, da da da, Verge, boom." Next thing you know, it's going one and a half, two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen. It's an absolute mania. Yeah, oh my there God, was uh, actually that's pretty fun because I I remember it was actually uh, during it was probably like during that um, during that same month. Uh, I remember there was there was some kind of like controversial tweet at the time. It was like it, it wasn't intended for harm. Uh, it was actually the like one of the original um like creators of like monero i believe it was a fluffy pony but he he just put mm-hmm. like a, a it was just like it was intended as a joke like it wasn't supposed to be serious because he um he's he has yeah. kind of more of like a um kind of like a funny personality in a sense so he i think he put out like a tweet like we're, we're gonna announce something huge tomorrow and then the price like the price <laughs> moved like 30 percent after that tweet <laughs> <laughs> those were the times man an announcement up 20 percent. okay we have a big announcement up another 20 percent. we partnered with google up 200 percent. nothing ever happened right complete phony yeah it was it was hilarious I, I remember uh one of the biggest um it was like one of the biggest gainers like very late in that cycle it was v chain and when it was when it was going off i mean they were basically bombing the main the main crypto subreddit <laughs> it was obscene oh, man, man. It was, all of it was so obscene it, it was Gosh. fun though man it really was fun man when the pu- when the pu- when hey, you well, yeah. the punch around that time, man, yeah. holy crap, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. that was cool, dude. It, it was yeah. so awesome. It was, it was my, my, um, I remember one of my good friends, he was, he was texting me in the morning 
Cause he, 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 he got some, he, he got some like early scoop on something. And at the time I was sleeping. So he was like texting uh-huh. me like, wake up, wake up. And then, I, <laughs> and then I, I wake up like two hours later. He's like, good job. You just, you just slept through the pump. <laughs> oh my gosh. On your signal, you had to check your signals channel yeah. that you just signed up for on on Telegram. <laughs> this reminds me of like what I what happened to me on on Syndicator. You guys remember that? I never used so Syndicator. It, so I uh, I was looking at the Syndicator. Oh, it was, it was basically what Augur is, where essentially you kind of bet on what could possibly happen in the future, or you could bet on anything. And mm-hmm. it just had a white paper at the time or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, it's going to have an app, but it doesn't have an app. And then I was like, I heard something, some rumblings in Telegram, and I was like, oh, this this might have legs. So I bought, I, I bought a bunch, you know, a couple, you know, a couple thousand bucks. You know, it's just something speculative, right? And sure, the app launch, boom, boom, explodes. Uh-huh. Oh. I'm like, holy! It was the most simple, like, 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 <laughs> car, like, literally kindergarten math app ever. You know, it <laughs> just, saw, but like, compare that to the right. rest, like. But that's good for a that was insane. Yeah, I was like, yo, hey, at least they have a working app compared to you. You're, you're like, that's what everyone was saying. He's like, yeah, our app right. is simple, but you guys, all you guys have is white papers. We have an app, <laughs> <laughs> right? You have an idea. You have an idea. That's Tangible. all you have. But hey, people are raising twenty million dollars right. off an idea. I sold. I, I sold out. I was like, you know what, man, this is this is ridiculous. I sold out. And then, no, no uh, I heard about it from McAfee. McAfee mentioned it one time on a video. I think that's where I heard about it. And I was like, huh. Then from there, I dumped it into EOS and then caught the whole EOS pump to like $28. And that was really nice. Cause like I kept, uh-huh. I saw like, I think it went a little higher than 28, but I was selling at 28, $26 and it would dump, it dumped down to 20, nice. bought back in, went back up to 28, sold again. <laughs> it dropped down to 60. I played Woo, it perfect, played it. and then I just kind of wrote it out into Litecoin, basically. I took all my gains into Litecoin, and then obviously you know what happened. <laughs> right. Charlie sold the top no, and dumped on it. Yeah. Well, actually, that was a little after. That was a little after. Uh, yeah, because this... Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Charlie, I think that in December, I think this all this happened in January. I think January, the because the last thing, the last big crypto to oh, pump okay. was EOS, and that was in, that was mid January. After that, it went to it was like two weeks of whatever, and then February yeah. was like straight to death. Right, that's and party was yeah, over. But I mean, I, I was still, I think I was buying. I thought I was buying such. I was like, dude, I was. I put all my money in Litecoin at like 180 bucks. That's that's for some of it, and then some of it like in Bitcoin. So I was like, well, I'm diversified now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got you but the the good the good thing that saved me was you know i just i kept all i kept buying i never stopped buying and i also increased my yeah. income like I, I i make well you know three four times way more than i was making in 2017 you know i got a bunch of businesses up and running and stuff but it was you know like i managed to like over buying over time especially you end up lowering your cost base especially during a bear market you know like i was I was me and a couple of buddies yeah. were just yelling like, "Dude, it can't go any lower!" Like I was like so I was so depressed buying Litecoin at twenty two bucks, <laughs> 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 and I was so happy because I was right. We, we rode that pump up. I sold I sold maybe a, a quarter of my bag at a, about a hundred and twenty bucks. It went up to one hundred forty, and then I uh-huh. just you know bought back in at around forty dollars. But like, yeah, I, I actually didn't catch. I didn't think I didn't think it was going below forty. It actually hit thirty three dollars. I was surprised by that. And tons of people like sold, but that, but that's you know I'm talking about speculating on a a quarter of the 
of the trading portfolio, not my whole bags, you know, like, because ne- don't n- sure. never go full, sure, never sure. go full, you know, <laughs> trader, you know, <laughs> never bet the whole set. Okay. Well, I, right. sorry, I did that one time. Okay. And I bought a bunch of sell tokens. Well, that one time. Yeah. Long, yeah. But... You, you never meet it. It's like that one time you get <laughs> 10 at the bar and she's like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes opportunity presents itself and you just got to be. Yeah. I'm still kicking. I remember going to church. I went to this, my friend's church one time, and uh, they did this thing where they put like ten dollars on the ground, and the first person to come and grab it got it. And they're like, "Listen, sometimes in life there'll be great opportunities, and those that take advantage of it will reap the rewards." And that has always wow. stuck with me forever because it's like every now and then you're gonna find that ten dollars on the floor, and you've got to take advantage right. of it. Yeah. I still cry myself to sleep. And Celsius, like, I could have had another sixty k more <laughs> sell token, and I didn't do it. I, yeah, oh, but I still, I'm still good. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost. Right. I'm. I think I'm almost. At least in my hold bag, I'm almost at like a hundred k. I think right now, or I am at a hundred k. I've got to check, but. And it's not like it's going to be over. This, I mean, even this. Uh, the, we go through this cycle. Let's say things go crazy. Sell token goes five ten dollars. Right, it, uh, completely to the moon. Unbelievable. Right. It doesn't yeah. end this cycle. I mean, this is going to go, keep going and going. And every week there's going to be buybacks. And every week, I mean, uh, the buy support on the down price is going to protect mm-hmm. us, I think, yeah. so much from serious 80% right. declines because there's going to be every week there's going to be significant buy support. And I, I think it's going to really perform a lot more like yeah. Binance did yeah. than I, any other. I actually get kind of the same kind of get the same vibes too uh because I I've even noticed like even since the like the, the that initial COVID sell-off uh sell's been kind of it's kind of been just doing its own thing at this point um as far as like the price charts go I mean generally like cryptocurrencies they all like to track uh Bitcoin <clears throat> in a sense but once you start introducing like better game theory into the into the asset it it changes a lot of things because um you know there's there's like traders that are constantly changing hands on on bitcoin but the game theory for sell it's basically over time it pulls it knocks those people out of the out of the game entirely and then that's where you get these parabolic runs you know you know some yeah you're not Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, one thing I've been sort of, I was thinking about today at work was, um, you know, I wrote it down somewhere. Where is it? Give me a second. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, so one thing that's, that I think that's been setting Celsius apart, I mean, the token and Celsius apart from everything else during these downturns is that if you look at the assets under management, at least a quarter of Celsius funds are in stable coins, right? So what I think is like mm-hmm. a lot of other communities don't have any dry powder, right? So a lot of people have their are accruing mm. interest on sell token, and but when sell, I think every time every time it, it's you think it's going to go down, I think people are spending some of their their um, their stable coins and buying sell with it. <laughs> I I've been yeah honestly yeah probably. I was like thinking about it. I was like yeah maybe this community has a lot of firepower, and then like me and Wasabi were going through. I I, I think me I think I got the numbers wrong. I was just uh, Wasabi knows like I was I drank like a a lot of coffee when I was like on on Telegram the other day. <laughs> I was just typing like all morning. I was just like doing laundry and I was just like posting like crazy. I like I think I was on chat for like two hours, just like posting like a madman, replying to everything, and uh, <laughs> and uh, 
I, uh, we, we were going through the EtherScan numbers of the HODLer accounts, right? So obviously, like, the places I was saying mm. were a little bit off, obviously. Mm. But I, I, honestly, I honestly think that of all the accounts in Celsius, 80% of people are just accruing Celsius through interest. And only 20% are actually yeah. buying direct right now. That's going to get flipped on its head one of these days. That might actually be what, what really – because we're starting to see that where some of the people that are just earning – you know, they, they have a lot of money and they're earning interest on sell. They're just earning mm-hmm. interest on sell. They're not they, – you know, they, they believe in sell, but they're like, you know what? Let me, let me test it out, right? And I think a lot of these guys are starting mm-hmm. to realize, yo, what am I doing here? I should just throw a big chunk at it right now while I can. And I think this is what, what's, what's been going on lately. Is that people are waking up to like the fact of how how big of an opportunity this is already? Yeah, I like I, myself. I I liquidated my other alt holdings to buy more at that twenty cent dip because I was like I I thought to myself I said what has the most potential right now? Is it my ETH? Is it my um, chain link? I said, no, sell's going to outperform all these things in the next six months. Like, I'm, I'm extremely confident of that. So I'm going to go all in. I traded everything except my Bitcoin for champion sell token. And I'm up like, I don't know, 30 or 40% yeah. on that trade. Champion. It, it, it's, you know? it's funny. I, I took off. Um, this is actually <laughs> yesterday. I took, uh, I took HODL mode off, off the app yesterday so I could transfer some, like, some altcoins onto an exchange and then liquidate those mm-hmm. into sell token, bring it back onto the app, and then put HODL mode back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. HODL. HODL. And we're setting everything up to hold. I, I mean, we're going to be the strongest, most resilient community of HODLers. And we're just going to get paid every week. Paid, paid. And that payment makes holding so much easier. When you see that money come in, oh, I earned $150 in interest yeah. this week. I don't care what the price is. I got my $150, you know? I could spend that and I get another $150 yeah. next week. Like, like that's powerful. Dude, I was trying to tell people, like, because I, I know I got some buddies of mine who've got a, a lot of Litecoin. Uh, you know, it's – and I was telling them, dude, just throw, you know – do, I mean, obviously, do your own, you know, do your own research, you know, and everything like that. But I was like, sure, dude, sure. he's like, you can just throw like seven thousand three hundred Litecoin in, and you'll get you'll you'll get paid out weekly about um on a, it's like it's like a Litecoin a day. It's like seven Litecoin a week in interest payments. That's yeah, oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Right. It's, yeah, yeah I, the yeah, reason yeah. I can do this math is because like I was invested in um in um in a uh, Tezos and Tezos. If you have about seven thousand, mm. if if you're because right now they're on Coinbase because you're getting robbed, but um yeah they robbed twenty five percent of your dividend literally <laughs> on top of what they're charging you to buy. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on five percent, <laughs> yeah, on five percent. Uh, so on a thousand coins. Five percent is about fifty Tezos, fifty Tezos uh, a year that gets paid out daily in little increments, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have about seven thousand three hundred, mm-hmm. you're roughly making about one Tezos a day. So the math is the same for Litecoin, obviously, it's just different prices for the for the token itself, you know. So, mm-hmm. so if you have seven thousand sure. three hundred Litecoin, it's the same thing for Bitcoin. If you have, if you know, if you have, I mean, that's a lot of Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you know, you're making a Bitcoin. You can right. literally make about a Bitcoin a day but even like a bitcoin a year like how much bitcoin do you need to have to get a bitcoin a year i think at four percent it'd be like 25 bitcoin you'd earn one bitcoin per year 
crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. It, people, it's 5%, 5%, 6%, 8%. doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot, dude. If you have, if you, if you, especially if you start accruing some, like a lot of these coins, because like I was, like I was thinking, like I was telling my buddy the other day, like, all right, all right. Because like a lot of, you know, a lot of the people I know have Litecoin or have some other tokens and stuff. And like, I just use Litecoin as an example. But what if Litecoin went to a thousand bucks? And imagine you were making like one Litecoin a week. Like you're making yeah. a grand a, a week. Yeah. Holy crap, dude. You know how much right. that passively. Passively. Yeah. Like you could just sell, passively. you just sell the interest and in and keep all the coins. And then you you you'd make more like over yeah. uh, over the over the bull market you'd make more money selling the interest than you would actually than you actually bought in dollar cost averaging during that entire time. Right. That's Holy. the whole point. And you're helping yeah. the whole market. You're you're turning speculator money exactly. into hodler money. Yeah, and that's that's like that's like kind of the amazing thing is um like because celsius is is available it actually it it automatically improves the game theory on uh basically any coin that you can deposit onto the app because like that previously just wasn't there before right i mean every buy i did at 20 cents the minute we go to five dollars i get i get every penny that i put into sell token back in interest at five dollars it's crazy it's insane like you know like it just yeah. add up what it what like it's it's a lot dude and honestly like and i was getting a little flack for this in the in the telegram hey i'm sorry but i'm a i i just kind of did the math and i'm a moon boy and i'm seeing the growth tra- trajectory mm-hmm. like sure. me and wasabi we did the math already like what what would the numbers be if, if it just grew at, at you know six seven hundred users a day how it's been growing no compounding it uh-huh. was like what was the number like uh 350 to half a million right yeah yeah oh Oh yeah, how many it, would that, that be? That's a, that's what it was. Yeah, because oh. we was two at the time. We had um, it was like a hundred and fifteen thousand users, or yeah, hundred and fifteen thousand users, plus two hundred and ten days. So it'd be two hundred and ten times six hundred. Yeah, and you add that. To, wow. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did one twenty six. I'm sorry, I did uh, seven hundred mm-hmm. times one eighty. And that's 126,000. That would double our user base. At this pace, we're going to double our user base by the end right, of the year. And that's, uh, that would just be a flat I think we're going faster than that now. It's so... I think it's right at about 700. But, but I, well, all right, so but, that, that was the low end number that I said. But, like, honestly, I think, I think we could hit yeah. half a million to a million. Who knows? It's just, it just depends on... Especially as the market heats up and things, people are gaining, and you know, people right. are saying like, "Holy snap!" You know, I'm selling, I'm making more on my interest than I did putting in and stuff. When people start saying those kind of things, the money starts piling right. in. You start getting crazy compounding, where like you start getting like a, a thousand a day. Now, yeah. Now we have fifteen million dollars that we're going to be doing our marketing. We're making out, and now we have ECH coming, and we have all these things. Like I said, we're still like going on the uphill. We've we built the base of the infrastructure and now we're bringing in the suite of services that are going to be much more user-friendly. And I think that that's going to improve our adoption five, tenfold over yeah. the next year or two. And I mean, Coinbase was getting 50,000 yeah. people a day at the peak, 50,000 a day. I, I've been saying you guys are the killer app of this, of this cycle. Like you guys, you guys will, I mean, I, I still hold to this. This is, this is end of the bear, the bull market. It's like you'll, you'll, you guys will at least have 2.5 million users on the app. Two, two. Parabolically, that's not, not an outrageous number, which is I would think of, but it's not an outrageous number at all. I'm sorry? I think I just cut out there for a sec. <clears throat> yeah. Zach? 
Yeah, go ahead. It just cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It, uh, to think a, a million or two or three million users by the end of next year, it, if you put that on a curve of our current growth, it's right. not outrageous number at all. And that's what I mean. Like when I when I got into Celsius, um, the the amount of cell interest at Platinum was like it was like half a million dollars, dude. Like how many millions is it today? That's in a month and a, in a month. What like one month? Like a month, one week and a half. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah. It, <laughs> how many millions is that? <laughs> it's um, it's it's pretty. It's so <clears throat> when I it's pretty crazy because like I even think of the user count as um. So I guess like for like if you look at like any market in general, uh, one thing I I do truly believe in, and it, it, this doesn't pro- this doesn't like provide you, of course, with like what prices or any or what like it, it'll hit necessarily, but it's like like in a market, um, everything always breaks down to like what they call Elliot Elliot wave cycles, where you get these big, yeah, Elliot and honestly, yeah. like I I think even something like the user count. Like it, it may even just fall like a very similar pattern in a sense, because uh, like, for example, like, let's say you look at the, the sell price, right? So it's going to get to a point where it's going to be um, high enough on coin market cap where it starts to get more attention across different influencers on YouTube. And then that's basically you could think of that as like an impulse. You get this huge impulse up. And then kind of this consolidation period. And then there's all these other factors where you, you start to get these, uh, basically these big waves that uh, far exceed what um, what kind of like the the normal was previously. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see that, at least like if we're looking at the the growth of the users, I, I think anything is in the realm of uh, possibility. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't know we don't know. Like nobody thought Bitcoin at a dollar was going to go to twenty thousand dollars. It was an absurd mm-hmm. idea. But we there's no these token values are not based in. It's mm-hmm. just a it's like an idea. It's whatever you would buy those last thousand tokens for, multiplied by the supply is this new right. market cap. So if someone thinks that a a, a sell token is worth a good fifteen dollars or twenty dollars, I mean then now everyone's tokens are worth 15 yeah. or $20 and that creates millions and millions and millions in market cap. And with, I think the biggest driver is going to be the weekly buybacks. And as we increase the assets that we have, as we increase the um, value of those assets and we increase the um, scope of what assets we carry more and more is going to go into buying back that token. And it doesn't matter at what price the tokens are going to be bought. It doesn't matter at what price. So I li- that's what I like in an indiscriminate buyer. They just buy no matter what because yeah. they got to fill that order. And me and Wasabi were joking around about this the other day. Like we were uh, – <laughs> we're always calling each other just talking like nonsense to each other like with numbers. <laughs> and I was like um, – I was like – I was kind of crying a little bit. I was like, man, like, the, like what was it, like a week and a half ago, like I was buying like – one Ethereum was buying me like 1150 Mm-hmm. you know sell token oh, that was real <laughs> yeah. nice yeah it was real nice and i was like no i can catch it for 1200 like a dummy Ugh. you know it's like it's every time <laughs> every time i bought no matter what price you know this, of course obviously we're going parabolic a little bit right now but like every price that i buy at right now i'm always up on i'm every every sell buy that i bought so far i'm up so i have you know 
Sure, yeah. What were you what were you telling me after we talked last week? Oh, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna wait till it drops down to twenty five cents I did. before I can buy some more. It's gonna go down there. <laughs> it did for a little bit. I I will say I caught it at twenty two though. I it just and then yeah, oh, I caught good. it at I caught it at twenty two and then it went up all the way to uh like twenty three cents and stuff. But you, but you you kind of know how you, like Unis, how Uniswap kind of goes. Is right, that um, yeah. as you as you buy more and more, um, you kind of start creating a little bit of slippage because at least in the equal, at least in the in the right. Uniswap um, kind of uh, ecosystem, you you become kind of a whale a little bit because <laughs> there's like <laughs> like I gotta. I, I know what it feels right. like to be important. No, no, because every time order. I buy one ETH worth, right, like I start losing like the first ETH, right? The first ETH is free. Good price. Cool. Second ETH. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, 10 less sell. Well, all right. Second ETH, 25. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Hey, hey, hey. So I usually like, I buy like two, three, uh, two, three Ethereum. Then I jump over to, to V2, two, three Ethereum. And then I'm like, all right, I'll come back in a couple hours. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it goes but and well anyway let me just go back to my original point uh so we, we were uh so the other day i bought i bought one for about uh what was it like seven seven eighty seven eighty cell per ethereum right and i was like wow i was like damn that's i should have i should have bought more you always think you should have bought more right and then we were joking around it's like can you imagine if the sell price was 200 bucks and like ethereum was five grand like i'd be getting 25 cell token for ethereum Ugh. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> Let's just yeah. hope we have those kind of issues. That'd give us what a hundred and fifty billion yeah. market cap. <laughs> no, it, yeah, but I mean, like at five, I think at five dollars is a five dollars is a billion, right? Um, well, seven hundred million tokens. I'm just going off Coinbase numbers. I know, I know they're the quick math. That, that's kind of like the numbers I was going on when we did these calculations. If it's based off the total one, then yeah, it'd be way, it'd be way higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the treasury, like, they're not going to sell from the I treasury know. really anymore. That was a, that was huge bullish news. So, man. that was huge. That dude. was huge. Wow. News. That, we're going to buy back a hundred percent. We're not going to sell from our treasury anymore. Um, and it, I probably helped the price action quite a bit. We saw, I saw a lot of FOMO orders come in where they were just like, oh, here, someone's willing to sell. Uh, two Bitcoin at point oh oh two nine done buyer. Those are my oh. tokens now. And we just saw mm-hmm. we just saw um a couple days ago someone transferred three million tokens that have not moved since the ICO. They were just stagnant there for all this time, and then someone woke up and said, "Oh, I better send them into Celsius." So they moved three million, and then another wow. two million. So how, when was the first time they actually got you actually got interest on the tokens? When, when was that? Oh, um, I want to say January. Oh man, no, maybe August, late August, early September. So the time I should have gotten. <laughs> Did that. when they started paying interest, that changed everything. It, uh, I, no one ever. I was like, hold on a second, and it was three percent. Started at three percent. You're like, wait a second. If I my sell tokens go up, I could just sell my interest, and I never have to yeah. sell my principal. Holy cow! That I mean that changed everything. Yeah. Around the time, like you're like smartest Alex. Can you imagine Alex? Yeah, yeah. We started paying interest around the Litecoin summit. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest regret. Yeah. You were there. I know. You were there. I probably didn't meet you. I I gotta look through my pictures, man. I probably have a picture somewhere. <laughs> 
I was talking yeah, to everybody. Probably... I talked to a lot of people that came to our little yeah. booth there. I know. I know. I, I swing by twice there. Uh, yeah, those shirts are great, man. Like they're still holding up. I I, I took them to I take them to the gym sometimes. Let me tell you, a lot of work went into those shirts. Okay, they were they were chosen specifically for their quality. Okay. And Alex, make sure that that's good quality shirts. We don't want to be giving out that. Yeah, because I, I can tell it was good quality stuff because I've washed it a bunch of times already and stuff. And like the, that extra large still fits me like an extra large. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels good. Their proportions are good. Everything. I really, I really like the shirt. No, it, it really, and no, it really is a good shirt because I know, and like I, I, a lot of shirts, you, you buy me, you buy like a medium, you buy like a large, it turns into a medium. You know, you buy an extra large, it turns into a large. Like, or it, it's just short. It, like, right. if it stays wide, it just gets too. It like it shrinks. It shrinks up on you. Too short. Yeah, man. and then you can't wear you can't really yeah. wear those shirts to the gym and stuff because it's just like, especially if you're doing chin ups and stuff, you're just showing up half your stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can if you six pack out, but I got Corona belly. Yeah, but like <laughs> even people with have a flat belly and stuff, like even they, they're like, man, I, nah, man. It's like it just it feels weird and stuff. Yeah, it feels, it weird. Just feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird. Well, I do have some friends that got that are all six packed out and stuff, and they're like, yeah, those you know those 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 dudes are always just trying to show off their abs. <laughs> he tells me, yeah, you know, they tell me, like he tells me that he was like, hell yeah, man, like it's like I work so hard for him, man. I'm always trying to like. <laughs> Uh, you see there's that video of um, a guy going to the beach and asking all the girls, what do you like, six-pack or dad bod? Six-pack or dad bod? And a surprising amount of women really like a dad bod. One, because they say it's uh, comfortable and relaxed, right? And two, they said, because I don't want to feel the pressure. Because if he looks like that, then I have to be in extra good shape. So I want him to be a little out of it so that I don't feel pressured to have to be in such good shape. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I don't believe that. <laughs> See how... <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> they said like they they don't uh, guys don't have six packs for their girlfriends. They've got six packs because they're trying to get with right. a bunch of women. <laughs> I mean, or but, you know, you know, you know. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be misogynist or anything like that. But like, let's keep them in line. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Jesus. I know. I, I, know, I, know. I cannot go there. <laughs> But yeah, oh, man. but it's true. I mean, like you want to be in shape and stuff, and then like you have less problems. You know, like you, you try to look as best as you can. You know, it's just like what we're talking about. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah, take care of your. I mean, your body is right. your number one asset. Without your body, you yeah. can't do anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta take care of your health. I mean, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're in pain every day, or you, I mean. Like I, for a long time, I had chronic headaches. I'd like something wrong with my neck and my muscles would always mm. get tight and I'd get chronic headaches every day for like two years. And it was just awful. And so I finally just start, I started stretching and sleeping correctly and just making a lot yeah. of little changes and quality of life went through the roof. Got it. That's everything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely um that's like super important especially um especially now like even the last couple of months you know it's kind of important to still kind of maintain uh maintain like healthy habits like just for your overall health because now that there's more people staying home um you kind of still have to like um motivate yourself in like different ways now just to um yeah. you know just mean just basically just stay healthy as possible yeah i feel 
Yeah, where's all the... Something I noticed with this whole thing was everyone was, like, taking defensive measures, but no one was, like, suggesting, hey, you should be eating healthier now. Hey, you should be exercising more now. You should be drinking more water and getting more sleep to keep your immune system strong, as if, like, a mask is going to really protect you. And it's like, what really protects you is your immune system. That's the most important Mm -hmm. defense that you have. Just make sure your vitamin D levels are correct. That's that's one of the biggest things ever. Yeah, I I heard about that, that like almost everyone that gets really sick from Corona is deficient in vitamin D. Like all all the cases of all the people who died are vitamin D deficient. And there was like 2% reported cases of people who were actually dead vitamin D, you know, uh, that had enough in their body. Yeah. And it's, I mean, vitamin D is probably the one of the only, it's technically a steroid, if you didn't know, but yeah, it's like a hormone, isn't it? It's not a vitamin. It's not a substance, really. It's a hormone. Yeah, a that's hormone. needed and everything. It's 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 actually a steroid. It like it controls like ten thousand genes in your body. It's like you really want to make sure you have yeah. that. Just take some vitamin D. Take like five thousand IU, um, with vitamin K two, and the vitamin K two yeah. just helps you absorb it basically, and or and get your levels up higher. And it it, it just does good for you, man. Like everything, muscle, weight loss, everything, and then health, immune system. And get the, the sun. Make sure to get outside and get some sun exposure. Because that, I get I heard that, I heard a couple of theories. I heard that taking vitamin D is effective or helpful. But what's the most effective is actually getting the sunlight. Because it causes a, a chain reaction that releases vitamin D into your system. Increase that vitamin D. But it also has a, a, a slew of other effects. That it's not just the, the nutrient or the hormone. It's this whole rainbow of effects that the sun does when it touches your skin. Like it's really amazing that we evolved that way, that the sun is so instrumental yeah. to our we health. Have, I mean, you, I mean, you've got, you guys have gone to the beach and stuff. If, if you guys go to the beach and everything and you guys are out there on a hot day and stuff, you have more energy. You're just more energetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. But then if you stay out too long, you can get sunburned as hell. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, it's like, it's lightweight. This is radiation coming right. from the sky. But uh, <laughs> at the same time, we need just a little bit of it. Definitely, man. Is there anything upcoming that you're really excited about for Celsius? I'm really excited for version 4.4 to come out. Um, the ACH is really going to allow a lot more people to move funds in a lot easier. Um, I think it's we don't even understand how many people are waiting to transfer funds in without having to go through a third party. And to bring in money to USDC with zero fee, just a straight conversion, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make your bank a side-by-side comparison. Okay, do you want to earn 0.05% or do you want to earn 8.5%? What do you want to do? You just lifted another roadblock up. What's that? Guys, I just, I just delete I just deleted Coinbase I mean, yeah. off my off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, I don't I don't need it anymore. After this, I don't need it anymore. I can buy Bitcoin. I can buy ETH. We'll be supporting more coins as uh, the following weeks come, but I, I don't need it anymore. It's this game over, dude. Uh, now my my grandparents can connect their bank account and say, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna put in a thousand dollars." Oh my gosh, look at the interest. Wait a second. If I do a thousand, if I do fifty thousand, wait. If I put twenty five or two hundred fifty thousand dollars in there, that's more than my mm-hmm. social security check. Oh my god! Boom. Now they put you know a big chunk of their retirement in there, and it's acting as an annuity that pays way more than an annuity right. would ever pay you. Damn. That's crazy. 
And, and that's so, I think that's so good for the industry as a whole. It's going to bring savings, uh, a really practical matter. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to uh, stay on the stream that we did. We called it um, uh, the uh, boomer pitch. A guy asked, I said, what's your boomer pitch? And I was like, oh, wow. So I went through this, the stable coins that you turn your savings into stable coins via Celsius, no fee and earn interest immediately, get paid every week. That's the pitch. How much is your bank paying you? This is how much we're going to pay you. What, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Wow. And, the, and the, the ease of ease of doing it is like, it's perfect. Cause this is really, this is really kind of the first time that it's just, it's really just kind of like a few, few clicks on your phone to, to get from point A to point B. Cause uh, that was like one thing crypto was heavily criticized for after like the 2017 run was just, it's like too difficult to like onboard users, but this is really exactly what, um, <clears throat> this is really the first, like the first really big opportunity from my perspective to like introduce people that otherwise would just not have cared uh, previously. It's going to be a stable coin thing. When you start you know, older people that have the savings that want to make they need a return. Like we're starving for return right now. You can't get it in the stock market with the bonds anymore. You have to be in these super high risk assets and take all this risk when you're 60, 70, 80 years old. You shouldn't be taking all yeah. this risk. Like that's insane. That's- you should be in <laughs> low yielding safe assets. Well, now we have a high yielding safe mm-hmm. asset. I, I mean, what do you want? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's. That's a great point, actually, even just on, uh, you know, somebody that's looking to retire to, to really de-risk themselves. That could, that could, that even has like some serious like marketing potential right there. Uh, de-risk. Yeah. I mean, you're taking mm-hmm. third party risk with Celsius, mm-hmm. sure. And you're taking a little third party risk with the issuer, right, of the USDC. But you're not taking any price risk. You're not taking any volatility risk. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a. 8.6% return, which is unbelievable for that amount of right. risk. Because yeah. I'll, be, I'll be doing that. I'll be taking a part of my portfolio, probably 25% once things, I think when I think things get a little ridiculous, probably. <laughs> and and yeah. put, it, yeah. put it into stable coins. And, but I'm not going to put it just into one. I'm, I'm going to kind of diversify it out into like five that are on the app just to kind of, you know, just, I mean, just to hedge. You never know. You know, just a hedge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just a hedge sure. and stuff. You, a really important lesson I learned is you, to create wealth, you have to really focus mm. on one or two or three things. And then to protect wealth, that's when you diversify. So I focused all my assets in one place to grow my wealth. And then when I want to protect those assets, then I'll start diversifying. And the same thing, like if, if we hit a crazy peak where we're at five, 10, $15, of course, I'm going to take some money off the table and put it in different assets. But I'm tell you what, I'm going to hold from now to five, 10, $15 before I offload anything. I mean, to to tell you the truth, um, I still, I'm still holding on to, I think we're going to hit $5 end of the year. I could be a moon boy for that, but I think we, this is based off. (laughs) Yeah, I know. This is based. (laughs) That's a tough one, but I'm saying it right now. Later on, you'd be like, okay, like you're right. I, sorry. I bow down. (laughs) I hope I have to apologize for you. You guys all owe me beers. Okay. Every single cell community yeah, listening. <laughs> but um, straight up, I it's but this this billion dollar market cap is based off the 
you know, the, the bull number that, you know, coin market, <laughs> market cap is, uh, is, uh, is giving oh, us okay, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But at a certain point, like they just won't be able to do it anymore to us. But like, I think a billion dollar market cap at the current ripoff price will put us at $5, maybe four fifty around that price, maybe uh five fifty. It just depends on how they're, you know, if they're counting, you know, a third of the, a third of the coins or not. But once we hit that kind of a threshold and stuff, I mean, we're going to, the amount of tension, Wasabi was right. The amount of tension we're, we're going to get once we're in the top 50 and 40 is insane because eventually, yeah, eventually ETFs true. are going to come out where they're, they're going to start investing in the top 40 or the top 50. Right. Yeah. It's going to be like, an, I don't know what's called like S I don't know, like uh, crypto 40, crypto 50, something like that. Well, like uh, Coinbase has that thing, right? Or you can invest in the top 10 mm-hmm. or whatever it was. And you can buy, just buy a basket of top 10 currencies. And I'm sure it performed terribly now, but uh, they did it at the end of the bull market. Everything's going to change. When If Bitcoin break once Bitcoin breaks new highs, the world's going to explode, dude. It's going to be, it's over at that point. Everyone that's in crypto is has to take advantage of that. That's the sign. Bitcoin's over 20,000. The, it's the ultimate comeback story. Nobody thought it was ever, ever going to break 20,000. Well, here we are, 21,000. What do you want to do now? Rock it up. <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to see, for, you know, then it'll go to its peak of 400,000 or 350,000, right? Ooh. And then it'll go back down to, it'll go back down to 120,000. And people say, oh, it's never going back that high again. Never going back that And then and we'll have the same conversation in 2025, right? It'll be the same thing. Old moon boy, man, you went straight to four four hundred k. Are you calling me? Like, I mean, it, I think, I think if you do the, I think if you do the math, right? What if you went from the bottom of the bear market in twenty fifteen was two two sixty for mm-hmm. Bitcoin? I think two hundred sixty dollars. So two hundred sixty dollars with the quick maths divided by twenty thousand is oops. I always do it the wrong way, man. 20,000 divided by 260. 77x. Right. Okay, bottom to the top. So now if we do 3,200 times 77, you're at 240. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little out of hand. Okay, <laughs> my bad. No, but it's so... Just, <laughs> yeah. 246. Yeah, because that's that's the math I was doing, but I I did it the other way. I did it more like a 10x from the all time high, which has put us 200k. Because I just thought I just started thinking because the last, if you look at the uh, the last time it was like a thousand sure. and we went to 20k, that was a 20x. It's possible we sure. could just it just takes more money to go up higher. So kind of the law of big numbers. So I just was like being safe and just 10x it. Right, so right, I was like right. 200k, 150. You know, if we get past 100k, man, we're all we're all in la la land, man. We're all cloud mining. Right. Right, <laughs> dude, it's so it's so much hash to be in the system. It would be, re, uh, oh my god, it's just so much money, man. It would like, turn it into a whole new financial asset. It'd be yeah. taken so much more seriously. There'd be no no denying it anymore. Once it breaks twenty k, I don't think there's any more denying it because it had the ultimate drop, and then recovered, and then broke into new highs. Like Peter Schiff will be having heart spasms his whole life. Yeah, there's nothing that I mean. He's been bashing Bitcoin for all these years now, and it's been wrong every single time. And I right. just think one one more wrong is gonna put it put him out of commission. 
Yeah, right. that it, it even it even goes back to that. I guess kind of what Litecoin was saying: why you're at a significant disadvantage the moment you become a maximalist, mm-hmm. because that'll be that'll be kind of like the like one one of the one of the leading examples. Like you, um, you know, he's kind of all souped out on gold, and then uh, because of that, I'm sure that created other like maximalists, and then it ends up being like a missed opportunity just because you're not. You're not really like expanding like your worldview aside from, you know, just like beliefs that you you only hold when right. in reality, it's like, it's pretty crazy. That's why like in markets, like whenever somebody tries to like, you know, time the top or something, it's it ends up never working out because like you have, it's just a combination of like different beliefs and it ends up creating something that's like truly like indeterminate. <laughs> Right, right. And you can't met you. The masses can't trade at the sell the top and buy the bottom. Like it, mm-hmm. someone has to sell the bottom, and, and yeah. most people are just mm-hmm. trading. So except for Vitalik, if you, it, just be just be stupid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people 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 just be stupid. By people, people kind of like talk smack about about Charlie selling. But no one talks about that Vitalik sold a bunch at the top. I mean, literally at the top. He sold at thirteen hundred, and it went to fourteen hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, did he oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow, I think it's not yeah, well but, known. Well, Char- maybe. Charlie, he he said he he was selling some, but he was laddering selling. Like his what he really sold out was for about two twenty. That's that's the price he sold at. Yeah. But the you know, the Litecoin pr- the Litecoin price actually went up to like four twenty. Uh, I. I Oh, right. I think six hundred, six hundred in Asia in some in some exchanges as well, but yeah. there there was like the Kim, the kimchi premium or whatever they called it. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the South Korean premium. Yeah, it but, is. It's pretty interesting because like premium. he that was uh, pretty messed up. Kimchi premium. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Before before the at least like the last cycle top because I if I recall rightly or if I call correctly sorry um I. I think it was actually like a couple of days before it happened, but I think basically Charlie Lee just came to the conclusion that like, he was just being very rational at the time. Like, and he even said like a couple, this was like yeah. people had actually time to like, you know, sell. make like yeah. to basically oh, sell. Yeah. And he was just calling it like it is like, if you hold on to it, like be prepared for like, you know, an 80 to 90% drop and he everything said that, $20. He yeah, said it, $20 he, and it went down yeah, to $22. People, people, Savage. people don't respect how how good how good of a dude like Charlie is. He is a good guy, man, and he, he gets he gets a lot of yeah. shit for that. But he was the only coin leader that was out here fucking you know saying reality in in in, in this right. bullish scenario. Yeah. I mean, he honestly, I know a lot of people that that saved a lot of their money because of that of that call because a lot of people were listening to him and sold around that time as well and really say I'm yeah. And he told everyone. He was honest about it. He said, "Listen, I sold all my Litecoin. And, Boom." Yeah, and Respect. he not not even just that. But like, it wasn't like he said it in a private Telegram group with Litecoin followers only. He said it on Twitter to everybody. Twitter, right? Yeah. He told the world, and he he still gets yeah. damned to this day about that. Respect. But but a lot all the other coin dudes were all the coin leaders and stuff were over there pumping, you know, trying to pump the bags, trying to get people to buy in, even even when the thing or right. even when the market was over. Like I still remember it in like, in um, you know April and June and July, they were still trying to get people to like, come on, you guys, let's let's you know, 
which is not, you know, not terrible, but they were, you know, they're still doing all kinds of stuff. And like, I, I would see influencers talking about, you know, Hey, I mean, my, right now, you know, we're, we're down from the, from the we're 50, we're 50% from the tops right now. Like I'm about, I'm about to go in on a credit card. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to take a two X, a two X long on or like oh, just, oh, God. you know, we didn't know we were so hopeful, know. you know, I remember, I remember uh, the the dog, the crypto dog, when he was like, when they kept bouncing off of six k, he was like, man, what if we had, what if we had all this opportunity to sell six k and we never did, and then it dumped, you know, that one day it was just a waterfall, and uh, we had a whole year to sell at six k and we never did. Damn. Yeah, but but he's also talking to people who accru- who accumulate a lot of Bitcoin as well because the average person got in. Dude, Bitcoin was probably like 5k. They they probably bought around that price. You know, right. like right. Yeah, I mean right, the right. Ben- like that's why I always say it takes two cycles to get really to get really rich. I mean, really rich. Yeah. And and the 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 period of time that it was really high was so short that you know, there were sure a lot of people that got involved at that point, but that's a, again the importance of dollar cost averaging is that you would have protected yourself from buying too much at that extended mm-hmm. price and the bear markets tend to be low and long, and that's when you have time to accumulate at those lower prices. Now we're kind of back in the mid-range where, I mean, if you would have been bought the past year, you'd be up. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. But uh, all right, guys. Well, I, I really appreciate the talk. Um, I've been talking all day. I feel my <laughs> voice going out. I got to eat something and then go to bed and get up real early tomorrow. We got the AMA. We got um, another video going out. We've got the app is going to be ready. I think it's going to launch. It'll be launching early next week. And I probably accrued 400 emails in the past two hours. So (laughs) I got some ambassadors. Oh, we still have to sign up for that too. Damn. I forgot. Oh yeah. 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 And sign up. Uh, be an ambassador and then sign up uh, as an affiliate and you can earn $50 um, every time you get a qualified depositor. Someone new comes in, deposits $200, you get paid $50. Hell yeah. The US it's paid in Bitcoin because we can't pay out sell token, but hey, you know, you can always transfer that and buy whatever you want to buy. Perfect. Well, uh, where was the best place for people to find you, Zach? Uh Follow us on at Celsius Network. Um, join our Telegram, Celsius Network. I'm Hodelon, um, and I'm Zach underscore Hodelon on Twitter. Perfect, man. And Wasabi, where's the best place for people to find you, man? Yeah, so you, you could uh, find me on Twitter. It's uh, Wasabi DCL. Perfect, man. And you, you guys already know, you find me at Litecoin Moses. It's on Litecoin Moses everywhere. Pretty much, and then you, you, and the podcast is called Dollar Cost Crypto. So, uh, yeah, it was great talking to you guys, and I, uh, I'll probably have this out later today. Sweet, thanks, All man. Right. All right, no problem. Peace.